Yo. You, you, you are now listening to the smoking section. Oh, yeah. Or you'll find hot topics. And fire conversations. Keep it locked. Hear me? Yes, we are live, my man. We are live in the smoky section with my man Sleek, aka Eight Boy NY. My man, thank you again for for coming and joining. Um, yeah, dude. Real quick before, like, as we start, dude, just go ahead and let get give people like your rough bio, and then we'll just jump straight in, dude. All right, bet, bet, bet. Uh, your boy Sleek, boy of white madness. Uh, I'm from New Haven, Connecticut. Very, very small town in Connecticut, but we're predominantly known for Yale. Yale is in New Haven, man. Uh, one of the most prestigious colleges in the world, but around Yale is the hood. So, yeah, that's why a lot of college kids they go they go like to a certain point and then they turn their ass back around because <laughs> you know what I'm saying it gets crazy where I'm from. Um, yeah, gotta stay on this side of the tracks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, came up in Crump. Started Crump when I was like 14, 13, 14. Uh, as I was entering my freshman year of high school, saw the movie Rise and fell in love with it ever since. Went to my first Crump event when I was 15, which was Buck City 3. Uh, and that was where I met the rest of the East Coast, the gutters, the Wonder Breads, the trucks. When he was Knockout Kid, uh, Raid, uh, so many others, man. And we came up together and really pushed and built the coast, you know what I'm saying, as a unit. You know what I'm saying? We all became like a family from that point. And then from there, I I became a producer, went to school for producing, went to Full Sail University, um, started engineering, started working in a studio called Plush Recording Studios. Plush is the best. Plush is the best. Yay! Grammy award-winning motherfucking studio right there. Hey, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, man. And yeah, that's pretty much my life. Still producing and engineering music to this day. Uh, doing a couple of things that is coming out in the future. Can't talk about it yet because it's top secret, but I'm hyped. I'm yeah, hyped. Dude, matter of fact, on even just on the musical note, dude, like when I first came in, because I haven't been, I mean, well, how old are you? I'm 27. So, yeah, we're about the same age, dude. So, I'm 28. I fucking, I first saw Crump in like 2008. So, you know, we were like freshmen, maybe sophomores in high school. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so I saw Rise for the first time. I was like, whoa. But dude, I was living in North Carolina at that time. So me coming out here, you know, I didn't really start Crump. I mean, I knew about Crump, but I didn't start Crumping until 2016. Oh, so, true. Very late bloomer when it came to finally dancing, you know? Yeah, you uh, came after... Uh... I would say after all the BS happened. Yeah, I always heard about the split. I always huh? heard about the split. The split. The split. Yeah, the what? split after split. SK Impact and that drama, and then everybody didn't like each other, and then everybody became cool again. Yeah, I realized yeah. that. Stepping in, I was like, you guys are really, like, not cool. Like, this is, like, really crazy. Like, I got onto the Crumpers page. And I was like, this is really weird. Like, I did not expect this of this. Of this That's why I try to tell people all the time. If you're a new person in Crump, do not get on that page because you're <laughs> going to be sucked into people's personal drama that they let out in Crump for no absolute reason at all. 
Yeah, the Oxnard movement, I've I've forbade them from being on the Crumpers page. So I was like, if you're not on there now, I forbid you from being on exactly. there. Exactly. Because it's so, it's bad. It corrupts, you know what I'm saying, kind of your vision and your view on the way Crump is portrayed, especially coming in, you know what I'm saying? Because this dance is used to heal. It's used for people to, you know, express themselves in the most vulnerable way. So you're now... Now you kind of see people's personal problems and you're like, dang, why do I even want to crump anymore? If this is the movement, if nobody's really encouraging each other, it's so discouraging to people, man. And this stuff needs to stop. Stop putting your personal shit in the page. That's why I'm not in the page. (laughs) Bringing up people, baby mama drama. It's like all this stuff that has nothing to do with crump in the crumpers group. Wow. Yeah. 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 And so even so with for you when I'm when I'm seeing some of your posts too, like there was one post that I saw that I was like, yo, that's it was um I oh should hold on, I wrote it down. It says everybody wins when the team works together, bro. And when I read that, I was like, that is that is fucking profound. It's not only profound, but it's very needed to hear sometimes because it's like, you know, in the community, not only in dance, but just our normal community, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of one on like one one off like it's me versus everybody else instead yep. of just be like we versus everything else exactly you know because you know what i realized it's like i i compare crump lifestyle and then the music lifestyles to the same thing people think that a song you know what i'm saying is the artist by themselves no a uh, one song a hit song is the artist, the engineer, the producer, the songwriter, you know, uh, the people that set up the artists in the session, you know what I'm saying, the A&R team, the people marketing, their label, their label mates, you know what I'm saying, that's all that goes into a hit record. So in order to be cohesive for the growth of the people, people have to learn to sacrifice their ego, you know, in order to really step into a place where people are building community you know what i'm saying because that's so so important especially within this culture you know a lot of people want the me 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 look at me the attention all these things and not understanding that in order to be great you also have to play your part in order to be a leader you have to be a great follower and so on and so forth you know people don't even understand the concept of hard work and persistence in order to achieve that level. You know what I'm saying? Muhammad Ali wasn't always Muhammad Ali. He had to work. He came into boxing, you know what I'm saying, sparring with great athletes. And then somebody noticed him and said, hey, why don't you fight? He took his time. It's about persistence. And that's the thing that people don't don't even understand. It's a community effort. It takes a village to raise a child, man. It really does. It yes, really does. Mm. dude. And, and some of you, some of you now that I've realized, like, especially now as we get older, it's like, like you're saying, like you dancing since you were like 15, like, you know what I mean? And it's like, dude, some of us actually grew up in these communities. Like these were the people we hung out, you know, let's just say Cali sessions, right? We have DC Mondays. We had Beast Camp Tuesdays. We had 818 Wednesdays. There was a session yeah. Thursdays, Oxnard on Fridays. 
So I'm spending maybe five days out the week with these people for two right. to three hours. I am growing up with you. Right. And some of us go to school together. That's eight hours that I'm spending with you. Now I've spent 11 hours out the day with your ass. Like, no wonder some of y'all are beefing the way y'all beef, bro. Right. Like, oh, okay. Like, okay. Y'all really done been around each other way too fucking long. Dude. Way that's too long. That's why y'all have to talk to each other this way, you know what I'm saying? Or act this way with each other, like, you know. But even then, people have to understand that you're always being watched, you know what I'm saying? And you have an example to set, especially for new people coming into the community, because you don't want to push them away, like we've been doing for to people for so many years. That's why a lot of the, the OGs, you know what I'm saying, they're starting to come around Crump again now because it's a healthier environment. But before these past years, when everybody was bickering and beefing, ain't nobody want to be around. Even women. You barely saw women in Crump. Mm -hmm. That wasn't a thing for years. Mm -hmm. For years. Because every time they come into Crump, it'd be people getting, you know, personally attacked. People want to get with women when it's supposed to be a healthy environment for people to just dance. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I try to stay away from from it all now. And then even with, you know what I'm saying, my family, my community, and the people on the East Coast, it's just I encourage them to, to focus on the dance, man, focus on the nurture, because that's that's the only way the new generation can grow. That's the only way the community can grow. Man, man, damn. Yeah, because especially, I mean, it makes me, it it kind of it kind of makes me wonder what life would have been for me bro if i would have been able to ever come across some of y'all out there like if the facebook community and just like i mean we were on myspace in 2008 like you know right I mean? so if, <laughs> if there was more of a stronger community of like yeah. actual networking like yo we are we are in virginia you know this date like plan your shit like everybody right. be there because this is what's happening like I just wonder, like, what it would have been, like, even me, dude, like, if I would have been able to get in with y'all earlier out there on the East Coast, because I literally came to Cali so I could dance. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? You would have saw the entire other side of Crump, which is why, I don't know, for us on the East Coast, like, it's a lot different, I will say. We're, like, I feel like Cali is kind of the same way, like, y'all have y'all issues, we got our issues. Mm-hmm. I know with us, like, we're, like, a huge family, man. Like, everybody talks to everybody. Like, it's not a it's not a thing where, you know what I'm saying, Truck could pick up the phone and call Rex. I could pick up the phone and call Spartan. Spartan could pick up the phone and call uh, Gutted. Like, everybody is cool with everybody. You know what I'm saying? We all kind of got past that stage, and now it's really just – building the environment i feel like the south is kind of the same way now too like everybody's kind of pushing i don't know what goes on in the west you know what i'm saying but from what i see a lot of people argue all the time i just hope you know everybody looks at the bigger picture at the end of the day you know mm-hmm. and then i i feel like with cali especially cali in general for the west we're just such a big state there's so many people yeah, and then you guys have like sections because you gotta have like North Cal, then it's like you guys, then it's like Oceanside, then it's like LA and everything around LA, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, and even NorCal, you would think they would be closer to like you know how the Northwest be moving, 
but right, they're, right. Not. they're super Cali, but then they do not fuck with SoCal like that. Like, I mean, this is just dancers in general. Like, the people in general is not fucking with the SoCal heads. And then you have people like me. We're not considered SoCal, but then we're not NorCal. We're like Central Coast. Right. <laughs> so it's like, man, man, man. Like, how do we put all this together? Like, how? Yeah. How? And you have the Hollywood vibe. You have that bay bay head vibe. Yeah. The SD heads, like you know, so everyone already kind of has their own weird thing going on. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's I think it's we're, we'll definitely take a lot longer just because our state is so fucking big. big yeah. Like mass wise, mass wise. Um. Yeah, man. No, but one thing that I definitely did want to, I definitely wanted to pick your brain on because this project, this uh, the music capsule, the you said that you had a tracks one coming out soon. Yeah, Dude, yeah, and so yeah. you're talking about putting out quality music. What inspired you? Like, besides obviously wanting to put out good music. What um, got the, inspired the biggest thing for it? me was I feel like crump music is oversaturated, man. Like, number one, like there's so much crump music that it's hard to consume. Like, it's hard to like process it because it's like, there's an album, there's an album, there's an album, there's an album. Why? You know, why? Why isn't music consumable? Because there's so much of it to the point where people are getting tired of crunk music. You know what I'm saying? They get they get annoyed with it. That's why I see a lot of people now dancing to different stuff, you know? Or they'll dance to probably only new stuff or exclusive stuff that hasn't come out yet because there's so, it's too much. It's too much. And then for me, it's like, okay, if I'm going to release crump music, I'm not going to put out 25 or 20 track album that's just overwhelming to the listener. You have to be able to digest it as a person. And then you have to, the music has to be applicable for you as a dancer. So you're not, you're not, okay, I like this track. I like that track. This track doesn't hit. No, let me make sure every track is danceable and has replay value if I'm going to put something out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like club music is so saturated to the point where we don't even care about quality anymore. We're just going to give you a bunch of stuff and go here. You know, there it is. But that's what makes club music not hit as much as it used to. If you pay attention to club music back in the day, one song will last you three, four months. Yeah. Possibly five months. You know, like some music lasts a lifetime. Now it's tracks come boom, the week is over. Okay, yeah, we danced to this. All right, now it's time to let's let's look for something else. Did anybody put out anything else? All right, guess we gotta dance to it again. I'm tired of this now, but they look for something else. It's not digestible. You have to be able to digest the music. And that's with any any great musician you know what i'm saying the more music they put out the more the consumer doesn't even want it it just becomes ridiculous at at that point or you get tired of it as a listener even the way your ear is set up if you listen to something over and over and over and over again your ear is going to be tired of it yeah that's just that's just the natural way you know i'm saying your bot your eardrum is you know like and to the point where like subconsciously and psychologically your body will feel tired. Like it's it's insane. It's really really crazy. It's really, but that's like the technicality of it. But um, yeah, man. For me, 
uh, with tracks. I want to give something that was digestible. It was easy for everybody to understand as a listener, and it has replay value. So it's applicable to the battle, the session, and the lab, which is the most important parts of growth and crop. You know, mm-hmm. so I wanted to give people an EP, something small, every single month, and then to me, I wanted to make it free for everybody so what i'm going to do is i'm gonna ask you know the crump world hey if you can promote this project i will literally give the crump world tracks free for everybody every month i will not have people Party first. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh man yeah that's because dude you like you're absolutely right bro and i I don't know. I'm I'm a dancer, right? I do choreography. I can set up a routine. I know how that goes. Now, when it's always came to music, that's harder for me, right? Because yeah. it's like there's BPMs and certain this that need to match with this. That needs to flow into this. And, like, there's a certain sound right here, and you're going to get it out. But I just don't know how they do it. I don't understand how y'all do it. So, for me, there's a respect there. But as, yeah. a, as a dancer, there is. There's albums that are coming out with 20 songs and it's like i don't even know where to start it's like Netflix. right right you're oh you're like how do i even choose okay i gotta go through all of them then Boom. <laughs> yeah because if i paid 15 bucks for it i'm about to listen to every fucking track on this right. bitch. so but then there's those and i always tell people i always tell my homies look for the albums i got five songs four songs and they're probably like maybe eight bucks dude they're fucking Bangers, bro. Right. Bangers. Right. Like Damo, Damo put out a, and I thought this was genius. I texted him. I thought this, I was like, you put out an EP, it was like seven tracks, and they all hit. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you don't have to oversaturate the game. The quality is going to give everybody, like, I want to dance to this over and over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Make it feelable like to the dancer, like make people enjoy it, make it a moment for people rather than like, okay, like this is, this this music is here today and gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's why we're tired. That's why every time Concrete drops a track, we're all like, when, <laughs> can, we, can we get it, please? Please. Cause he's not please. oversaturating the music, crunk music. Yeah. He's like, he makes it enjoy it. He's like, if I'm gonna put out a track it's going to be something that everybody can get off to. No matter what type of environment the track is in, it'll be enjoyable for everybody. So what I did was I listened. I learned, the way I learned music is literally just by listening to what the music is saying. You know what I'm saying? And that's very important as like an instrumentalist. Like it's deeper than like, to me, a melody. Okay, this melody is this and that. I feel like music can talk to you without saying something. So you have to figure out what the music is saying in that moment to create the environment that it can settle in or be understood, you know? Mm. Now, now, also as a, as a fellow creative, right? Like we bring something into existence, like, you know what I mean? And, I even, I even write, like, you know, like, I, I write poetry, and, like, I, I kind of dabbled into, like, rapping when I was younger, you know what I mean? Yeah. But with, like, there was, I felt like there was so many books, right, that I could have written, but, like, there's the old saying that, that you don't finish a book, you abandon it. 
like right. have you ever felt like that with music like it's like you just you just don't know how to end it so you just end it right there mm-hmm. and was that's how it was crazy is that's how i felt with uh with crumb versus everybody too um mm-hmm. i felt like i was at a point where it was just like i don't need to say anything else you know there was nothing else for me to say so why do i need to make another album and i actually i talked to Chez about this and he was just like you sometimes you just have to take a break you know what i'm saying because for me like when i create crumb music like i have to make it from a real place like mm-hmm. i can't just make something you know what I'm saying just to make it because i feel like it has to have a purpose that's what i mean by like the music has to be understood in the environment like all that yeah. Um, so, like, even with Wallet Niggas, um, when I made the Wallet Niggas remix, Chance called me. He was just like, "Yeah, man, I need you to flip this." He didn't even know that I was mad at Crump. Like, I was pissed off. Like, I was mad at the way Crump was portraying itself in 2020 because it was such a healing time for everybody that I needed. I needed people to understand that it's okay to mourn, you know what I'm saying? And it's okay to share people, share with each other these vulnerable experiences because everybody's hurting. Mm-hmm. So when I started making the track, I was letting those that vulnerability out in myself to even make it. Mm-hmm. That's why, because I was like, okay, if we're going to be walling, which is the most vulnerable part of Crump, which is the live, liveness is the most vulnerable part. Yeah. yeah. So if we're going to be walling forever, we have to be able to be transparent and vulnerable forever. Boom. How do I make a melody that makes me want to push myself? You know, that makes other people say, dang, I'm inspired just by listening to this. Like, it's not even, while the niggas remix, it's not even a crazy crumpable track. It's an expression track. It's yeah. not even a, okay, like, I'm about to use this to battle. Like, nope, this track is used for healing and for you to understand yourself in meditation. Yeah. Yeah, because, dude, like, when that 2020 and hearing that song was, like, like, it just made me feel like like when, like, you're at a funeral or something like, and it all goes back to somebody's house and then, like, everybody's inside, like, all the normal people are inside chilling. And then you got the people who are mad, crying, fucking mm-hmm. all face in the garage. Like, if we're in. Like, that's us right now. We're in the garage, and this is getting ugly. Like, this is about to get real ugly. Really? Yep. Because you need it. And, and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe cousin over here needs to cry a little bit, bro, and just kind of right. yell at everybody. All right, right, go ahead, dog. Like, you Legit. know, this is, that's just one of those moments where you sit there like, all right, like you know, and you just let them do what they got to do, and that song, that song was was one of the ones. But Crumb vs. Everybody too was definitely one of those. That's gonna be the one of the ones that go for a long time, bro. A long time. Thank you, man. Thank you. And that was that's the music. You know what I'm saying? It's it has to be purposeful for me. So it's the same thing with with the new track series. Like, I want people to be able to enjoy something at least for a month, two month periods of time, you know, where they're really investing in training and pushing themselves in all aspects of Crump through the music, you know, like, okay, I could turn this track on when I'm working out. I could turn this track on when I'm in a live. I could play this track when I'm at a session and I want to battle and so on and so forth. I want to make the track situational 
you know, for every type of environment. And that's actually something I learned from Concrete and how he makes music. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Dude, so learning, I mean, you've been learning from greats, bro, which is which is crazy because even just hearing, like, the names that you were saying earlier about, like, coming up with, you know, Rex, you know, Knockout Kid. I remember when he was Knockout Kid. Uh, you know, and even just all the East Coast heads, Wonder Bread, all of them, like, you know what I mean? Like, how does it, how do you feel that it is not only like impacted you coming up with these heads because these I feel like like you fuck you Spears I mean Domo probably some of the best crump producers in the world bro like I like I put you guys against anybody in the world so how do you feel like, like how do you feel looking back now from that 15 year old kid who was trying to just just do it to now, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does that feel looking backwards? You know, it's crazy. I, I reflected a couple months ago just on everything in its entirety, and it just, it just feels like, like, it gave, gave me purpose, you know? Like, I was able to learn about myself. I was able to push myself i was able to think outside of myself which is super super important like and think about how how my life and my legacy will be you know what i'm saying not only something that you know what i'm saying i resonate with but somebody else who isn't me you know it, it makes you be considerate of of people and what they're going through how everything translates to one another, especially within community. Um, it also, the journey made me think about just how many different aspects of people's lives you impact as you come up, you know, and how many aspects of your life you have to change in order to be the person that you are in your position today. You know, that's the biggest thing for me um, is is it was always for me it was always about self growth and i think that i that's crazy i think i got that mindset from my grandmother in the first place because she's such a goal oriented person so i feel like i kind of adapted that like subconsciously and tried to live my life kind of just like hers you know it's crazy but that's that's really what it was for me Man, shout out Grandma Sleek, right? Right, the goat. She's Come really on, the best. She's man, dude. And this, uh, bro, it's it's so mind blowing to hear these stories because this is really the first time. I mean, we've 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 been able to connect over Facebook and being here and there and all and everything else, but to really be able to chop it up with you for the first time here, man. And hear some of these stories is is, is super crazy, bro. It's yeah, it's and it's very inspiring. And oh, and one thing too I wanted to talk about was was you winning the Mortal Kombat All Styles tournament because I know that happened yeah. like in June, right? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, and that's a that's a tournament out. It was in Connecticut. Yeah, it was in CT. Uh, shout out to uh, Slender Wolf, uh, the person who's the event thrower. They're actually bringing me back. There will be another. Choose your character tournament in October. I believe it's the Halloween weekend, so October 28th. Um, that was fun. That was, like, my first time coming back to dance in years. You know, I haven't danced 
really I just been on the music side. So for me to enter an all styles tournament and win was like, I don't know how we got here, but I did it. <laughs> I don't know. It was fun, man. Um, like I told everybody at the tournament, um, I'm here to, I was there to just express, you know, I didn't really care about winning. Like it's not a thing to me. Um, and my thing was I want to be able to teach my community, you know, a bunch of different things, which is why I even came back to the community in the first place, because I saw a lot going on that wasn't okay. And I was like, okay, let me take a trip back home because my people need me. Mm. And I wanted to be there to just guide people through anything that would, that they were going through at that time. You know what I'm saying? That trip wasn't just because I missed home, that trip was to see my people. Uh, Matrix, Proof, Capone, uh, Engine, which is Baby Av now, uh, Mm -hmm. Pro, which is, I think he's Twin Capone now, Uh, Dubs, who is healthy now. Shout out to Dubs, man. I love you, bro. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Dubs, man. Been out here fighting, fighting hard, dude. And is now healthy and back on his feet and that's and, fucking go. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a miracle. It's a miracle that that man, you know what I'm saying, pushed past that. And to be there in that time while everybody needed that healing was just the most important thing for me, man. It was bigger than just, okay, I'm about to enter a tournament. I was, I wanted to go spend time and nurture, you know what I'm saying, my, my people that I, I feel like was missed. And then to see Mark was the most random, unexpected thing ever that trip he literally popped up uh we went to rhode island he popped up in rhode island spent time with uh him and truck and um we all just caught up like we haven't missed a beat it was just it was an amazing trip overall man i really love i really love those people look at vaughn vaughn (laughs) let's go vaughn shout out mad ribs big Mm -hmm. vaughn my man my man yeah dude like and hearing you now, let me get you how you feel about the word expression, because you've said it a few times, like describing a few different things. So it's like, obviously, something about expression and just expressing yourself is important to you. You know what I mean? So what what does that word mean to you exactly? I think as an artist, you know, like, as we're all artists, we all want to understand the concept of what the word art means, you know, like, and I didn't really understand art until like I learned, you know, that art is, you know, vulnerability. And I think talking to one of my mentors, he told me that, Hey man, it's not about, it's never really about the the idea or the fame or the money when you walk into what you want to walk into, you know. It's really just that same driven desire to have somebody connect with you is what drives you, you know, as an artist. So I think the term expression, for me, that comes from to be able to be vulnerable, completely vulnerable and have a, another human connect with you. I think it's the same way, you know what I'm saying? When we create something, we're not satisfied until somebody says, hey, 
like this really impacted me a certain way or this really this really changed my life or changed my mindset you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i feel like that's the most important important part about being an, being an artist you know it's being able to give somebody an opinion that's what makes good art you know what i'm saying that's what makes yeah. great art and people that that alone made me understand like okay this is this is what it means to be an artist or express yourself in its entirety. The ability to give people an opinion is that is wow. That is yeah. that is definitely that is definitely a new one, bro. I, I, I even I even wrote it I even wrote down the timestamp for that one because I gotta go back and listen to that. that was, wow. <laughs> Man. Wow. Man. Whether it's good or bad too, you know what I'm saying? That's art in general. If you can make somebody have a conversation about something that you created they felt it or they wanted to understand it or they're trying to question themselves in their head to try to understand it dude even with dancing making clothes whatever podcasts you know like it's like bro i make them i do it and you're either going to enjoy it or you're going to dislike it but i'm gonna have your attention for the 45 minutes right whatever i got whatever Mm -hmm. i got and as long as you take something away as an artist, you're satisfied. If somebody takes something away from what you did that day, whether it may be one person, two people, three people, a thousand people, as long as somebody is impacted, you're okay. You're like, okay, I did my job as an artist because that is what you are creating to do, to make that impact or that impression on another human being. And it shifts too, bro. I've I've noticed that. Like, even with Crump, when everyone was doing the, dude, I can't remember who posted the fucking video, dude, but it was the Spartan hat catch on the neck shit. That was me. It was like, that was all. <laughs> was it you? Oh, shit, you posted. Dude, I was like, dude, that was. That was a whole trend. Like, I, yeah. I, I forget that shit. Like, everybody was Crump. doing that shit. Every bro. The clothing, there's there's clothing, the band the, the fucking band-aid shit. The, the, right. Everybody wanted to be from Nelly and the St. Lunatics because of bad guys. And it's just like why? Yeah, you know, man. So it's like as <laughs> as as a creator too, I, I really do feel that, bro. It's like if I can connect with somebody, that's that's all I need. Just so that one little second with you, bro. If you feel it, great. If not, okay. Like, right. It, it, it'll always shift. It'll be over here. Like now, especially because of the internet. Like, I don't have to worry about my next door neighbor liking my stuff. Right. Somebody in China might like it, or somebody right. in China might like exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Just worry about where it's at, not where you want it. Not, not where you want it to be, but just worry about where it's at, dude. Just worry about where where they're feeling you. That's it. Exactly. And then once you pick pick on that you're now able to understand how you affect people as a creative and now you're able to build on that idea you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's the same way that the baby ran with a rap style and then pushed it the same rap style for how many songs this man put out since it came out right and it doesn't change but it can it hits you know what I'm saying? The the same way Doja Cat put out a what she make the 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 move video. Oh, when she was right. It was it was comedy, but it made people have an opinion to go wait. 
let me see what her real music sounds like. Click, 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 click. Search, 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 search. Oh, snap. She's actually pretty dope. I'm, I'm in. I'm tapped in. The same way J. Cole. J. Cole is the most conscious rapper, you know what I'm saying, that put out an album this year besides probably Nas. And his first major song was, uh, what was it? Uh, workout? Not, not workout. Uh, the the what the song when he had the band in it? I can't remember what it was. I know workout was the one with Miguel. No, that was yeah, that workout for me. For me yeah. yeah, that's it. That but was finger. But he said the singles only to look to sell these niggas the book that hopefully that somebody will read into it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that impact or that impression that's gonna make people dig a little deeper. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, and there was there's been there's I mean, especially because of like SoundCloud and all the different music platforms, like there's been so many little features or people who do a cover and they just that one little post, that one song, next thing somebody looks into them, they share their shit on a on a podcast or they share their shit on a you know, hip hop fucking whatever you know, news outlet on Twitter and it gets a couple million retweets. The next thing you know, they're popping and they're going off. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's insane, dude. It's now, now one thing I I have, I have been always wanting to ask somebody who produces music, right. Is, is this, this one is, this one's off, but it's still kind of, cause you, the way that you guys have to operate your music is, is you have to connect with people. The beat has to connect the way that it's not only with the audience, but also with whatever artist is on top of it. Like, you know what I mean? Whether they're a rapper or a vocalist, whatever. When you watch somebody go fucking bonkers, one of your tracks, like, what does that do for you? Like, like the first time you saw it, like what, what did that do? do for you internally like you know what i'm saying the first person i watched dance to my track crazy um was a session and I, this was like a crazy moment for me was miho slayer dread pico and foolish this was like when i first first started making crime tracks dread like brought the track to the session and like they just went crazy and that feeling for me was like everything in the world because it let me know, you know what I'm saying, that you're doing something right. Like something you made from your mind is now giving people the opportunity to clear out whatever they have going on in their life and and even have a moment with just themselves, you know, and that's kind of what a musician kind of does it for you know what i'm saying you want to be able to have people digest something or or you know what i'm saying even separate from their lives just just even as for like two minutes or three minutes and then you kind of get lost in that feeling as a creative and you're like okay i have to do it again and i have to do it again and i have to do it again and for me that's kind of just to me it's the best feeling in the world it's the best thing, feeling in the world that somebody can meditate or create a safe space for themselves with the music because that is that zone is where i've been trying to 
that's where I've been trying to dance at, where it's kind of, it's like, because Winston, okay, so let's take Winston, for example, right? Like, mm-hmm. Winston has came up, shout out my dude fucking Twin Quinga, he, but he came up. Shazam, was he? Twin Shazam? Yeah, Twin Shazam, my man, funny games, let's go, Doc. But my man, dude, he's, I, like, I remember when he first started, he came in as, like, Kid Aches or some or something like that, dude. And, um, and uh, he, like, he would hit me up, and I would, like, we would chat and shit, dude. And when I finally danced to one of his songs, it made me wonder, like, damn, he's, he's really good at this. What does he think about? Like, what does he, because there's so much creativity going on, not only dance-wise, but music-wise. So it's like, what do you where are y'all at like how does it feel when y'all see somebody dance so it's like recently i've really been trying to be in that zone of like showing the respect to the song like like we were saying earlier like when sometimes like when i'm flipping through tracks people be like oh you know like i was telling the boys you know one night about the difference between battle and session tracks so i was flipping through some of these tracks and they're like oh are these all like battle tracks I was like, nah, but I just can't play it for six hours. Right. <laughs> I need to I need to play the song for like six hours straight, dude. So because it, the song is making me feel and I need to tap in with what they were tapping in with. Like right. not only the session that's happening here, this lab we got, dude, like this artist was labbing in front of his fucking computer in front yes. of his instruments. That is how that is how concrete spartan morph big rules uh that is how dom we all make tracks while we're making the tracks we're figuring out which pockets as a dancer you can hit or tap into you know what i'm saying what mentalities you can tap into you know what i'm saying that's why people's tracks sound so different like while the niggas doesn't sound like uh buck 50 you know what i'm saying which doesn't sound like you know, uh, War Cry by Damo. Like, it's all different feelings that we're all, you know what I'm saying, going going into in that moment. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you're thinking about that, you're ahead because now you're going into the mind of the, of the producer and what it takes to really curate, okay, this atmosphere. What's going to make a person snap into this mentality you know yeah man because it's there's a and like i like i said earlier too is like i don't know about making music like listening to it i can tell like oh here like here comes this beat drop right here boom there it is like and especially if i listen to an artist enough it's like once their shit plays it's like oh that's more like oh that's like oh oh that's fucking greed or oh that's this person or that person like even with rap like Certain people have that distinct sound. Sound, You just know, like you just, you already know where their brain is at when they're making this song. And that's why they are your favorite artist. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like the, the mind, the, the mind connection is something that we're sharing over the music. You know what I mean? So, so recently I've really tried to be in that pocket of what were they doing? What were they doing when they were making this song? Like how high were they, you know, were they chilling with the homies or were they on like, or were they sad or, like what was going yep. on? What's 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 moving this? What's moving this along right here? Mm-hmm. So that's that's tight. That's tight to hear, man. Um, yeah, 
In, into the future, bro, what like what's something what's something that you if like if you were king of the world, I always ask people this, like if you were king of the world moving forward, what's one thing that you would like to see happen with your kingdom? What's one thing that you would like to like hope inspire to start moving? Um the biggest thing for me is um tapping into the psychology of of human beings. You know what I'm saying? I feel like mental health and and your mental is so important because it controls every aspect of what you're doing in your reality, you know? So paying attention to, to the way people think, their habits, their thinking patterns, like all this stuff is what is applicable to your life and the decisions that you make. So me as a king, uh, wellness and mental therapy would be the, the most important thing for everybody, you mm. know, because in order to function day to day, you have to be able to be aware of your mindset and the way you think every day in order for society to be its best self. There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 we had to freeze up there for a second. Oh, there, there we go. In, in order for society to be its best self, it first has to pay attention to the way it thinks, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's why I always tell people that therapy is super beyond important. Meditation is just as important as taking care of your body physically, you know? Because yeah. that's where it starts. Your brain kind of gives everything its purpose and its function. You know what I'm saying? You manifest the things that you want by your thoughts first. You know, you first have to think it in order to be able to act it. Mm -hmm. So, Damn. like meditations, bro, like became a really big part of like daily routine and like yeah. trying to be like. You know, just overall present in the moment, I feel like it's a daily is is an easy daily meditation, you know, like taking five minutes to just be present where you're at or with whatever you're doing, you know what I mean? And I always I've always compared it to like Oh, you got me? There we go. I don't know why it keeps cutting out. Uh it's probably yeah, just probably whack ass signals or something, dude. Yeah, it's but med but meditations though for sure I've always described as like as just like putting gas in the car. You know right. what I mean? Like you can fuel the car, that's one thing, you know what I mean? But then the driver is driving the car. You know, are you fueling him or her? Right. Like, you know, like are you are you maintaining the thing actually moving this vessel? Like that that's a whole like we gotta make sure that we're good here, dude. You know what I mean? And that's that's exactly. That's that's dope to hear that that's something that you know that that you really like take into consideration because oh, I, I feel like it's way lost amongst a lot of people. Heck yeah, especially in our movement, which is filled with uh, broken people coming in to find and heal themselves in the movement. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that is nine times out of ten what people come into Crump for because we all feel it's a sa the safest place. You know, yeah. like we feel like this is the place where we can 
we can express ourselves and and be who we're supposed to be you know so in order for the world to get to the same you know what i'm saying mentality we all have to go through that process of healing our mental of understanding ourselves of, of tapping into our soul divine within meditation really being able to sit with ourselves you know what i'm saying that's the most important thing man. the most important thing in order for everything to be aligned and manifested around 100 percent. wow my boy listen dude i want to say thank you again for coming on the show do you want to no dude listen we got to do this again hopefully Please. hopefully dude soon hopefully i pray to god it'll be in person because I could either fly out there or do something, dude. I just, I just want COVID to fucking be over with already. Yeah, who are you uh, telling, man? Who are you telling? Especially <laughs> with all this Delta, Gamma, Alpha, Beta. It's too much. It's too We're getting much. Greek on it now, dude. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> right. Like, come on, man. Like, what is, like, how many more strains or variants we about to have? Like, please just... Y'all should have done better. Like handle, we should have handled this so much better. But that's an entirely different topic. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you're doing, man. What you're doing is super insightful to the crump world and the world in general. And people need to, they need to take heed to the lessons and information that they can get from this. You know what I'm saying? It could be super impactful and super purposeful for people's lives. And what you're doing is going to, I promise you going to change somebody incredibly man keep doing what you're doing man because the current world needs this people need this in general like they really really do thank you bro i i, I appreciate uh yeah i really appreciate that to the max and and i I'm, I'm very thankful to be able to have somebody like you dude I, I look up to everything that you do as far as not only as a dancer but the role you play in the community and then the quality of, of music that you put out is humble bro is, thank you is it's it's astounding, dude, and, and and people more people need to hear about your support, dude. And I'm I'm glad that we're able to at least get part one in today. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, bro. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it, man. So all you wild animals watching the smoking section, this is gonna go up YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and then the podcast will drop Friday. So you guys look out for that. Music capsule project also on Bandcamp with my dude Sleek. Check that the fuck out so we can get some free music, yeah. Cause you know everyone loves free. Yes, um, exactly. So come <laughs> check it out. I'm about to put up a promo on FCB Crump probably in a couple of days, and yeah, we going up Crump World. I'm coming back, and I'm coming with a lot better tracks. Let's go, dude! Thank you, Sleek Man. We out of here, everybody. Stay buff, stay golden. Till next time. Woo!